Hello there, Lou Conran here and welcome to my podcast. How's your week been? This is a weekly romp, or whenever I remember to record it, through the minutiae of my life, with the occasional email from you, the listener, to make me feel just that little bit better about my own misgivings. So why not grab yourself a cuppa, have a listen, and let me know how your week's been on info at louconran.com, or simply spend the next 30 minutes thanking your lucky stars that you're not me. Thank you. Well, hello there. Uh, It is I. Uh, Oh, well, this is very late. I'm sorry, I've been very busy. Um, I've had, uh, well, I'd like to say I've had a really busy week, but I haven't. I've I've had um, a very slow week, but, you know, it's God's way, isn't it? God's way. Um... Sometimes you just need to stop and do nothing, which is, bit, well, I say nothing. I mean, obviously, I don't do nothing. I mean, oh, did you hear my stomach there? Um, what have I been doing? Well, I'll start at the beginning. Hello. Uh, so, oh, do you know what? I've made a decision that I'm never going to do festivals ever again. And that does include the Edinburgh Festival, but I say that every year that I will never do the Edinburgh Festival again, and then every year I find myself doing it, apart from this year, because I'm getting married instead. I don't know whether I've told you that, but there you go. Um, Well, I ended up doing festival, didn't I? Now, I always thought festival was a a festival, 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 uh, on the Isle of Wight, I thought. Um, and no, apparently not. There's one in Shropshire and one in Devon. And I was in the one in Shropshire. Oh, well, what a joy. It was only down the road. Um, I took a little, a little quiet, little gentle drive down there through the countryside. And aren't we lucky to live somewhere so beautiful? Oh, you can tell I'm getting old. Look at the countryside. I'll be I'll be shopping in garden centres before you know it. I'll be having privet hedges and I'll be making my own bags of lavender to put in my knicker drawers to stop them stinking. Well, in all honesty, it'd probably take a little bit more than lavender to stop that. Uh, I love a fester in my own stench. Can't help it. I've already... I've already rotted my way through one onesie um, and um, very quickly working on another. But anyway, that's by the by. So I went to festival. Now, the reason I don't like festivals is because I'm not very good with huge crowds of people. I'm, I'm not into that. That's not my thing. Um, music for me, uh, again... The the only sort of music that I got to listen to when I was younger, when I eventually got my hi-fi, oh dear Santa, mother says, oh, write a Christmas list. So I wrote a Christmas list. What was on my Christmas list? Dear Santa, could I have a hi-fi, please? Big box turns up on Christmas Day. I'm ecstatic. Santa's bought me a hi-fi. No. Opened it. Bloody vanity case. Livid. Anyway, um, what we used to do on a Sunday afternoon, this was my Sundays, right, would have Paul Gambagini on the radio. Oh, I can't bear that man's voice. It goes right through me. Would have egg and cress sandwiches. And when the radio switched off, we'd have Antiques Roadshow. 
invariably I would be under the living room table playing with my Cindy's, sort of making houses and stuff and generally the head under the table covered by a cloth, the body out the other side of the table generally in the way whilst mother smashed some eggs together um, and, um, and dad was on shift work most of the time so there you go what was I talking about? festivals thank you music that was it so I'm not massively educated in the world of music um I mean I liked wham and that uh but my oh my proper teen crush was wet 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 oh Marty Pello that smile of heroin oh and I had no idea he was a heroin addict not until I was probably in my mid to late 20s. No idea. I thought he was just a happy chappy. Of course he was. He was off his face. Anyway, also, so it's the music I don't, I'm not, I'm not bothered about, right? Also camping. No, not massively into that. And I think I've talked about this before when I went to the Isle of Wight Festival and I camped there and somebody did a shit by my head. Um... That's not for me. People's level of general hygiene can't be doing with that at a festival. It's all very well wiping your fanny with a wet wipe, but I mean, what about the rest of you? What about those people? Right, does anybody else have this with portaloos? When you're at a festival or like big event or something and you see the like the portaloos sort of all in lines and you kind of take your chances to which one's going to come free next. Do you know what I mean? I, generally, I don't do portaloo roulette or poulette. I generally, if I see somebody coming out of the portaloo, I judge them very quickly as to what I think I'm going to receive if I go into the toilet after them. If it's a big chunky bloke I won't go in because no doubt he'll have just done a shit if it's a tiny wee girl I'll probably go in after her you've got to count down how many how long somebody's been in a portaloo as well haven't you um and then like girls my age whatever could they be dealing with menstrual issues you don't know and the thing is Nobody has any standards of hygiene at a festival and the toilets, it, it's, no. No, also very paranoid that I'm going to get locked or trapped in one and somebody's going to come over and um, tip it over. But then that's me going back to my school days when I was bullied severely and uh, locked in a toilet. Thank you. Anyway, so there's the, the camping, the toilets, the hygiene, the music. Not bothered. But my biggest thing, and I know I've mentioned this before elsewhere, is the parking. I once lost my car at Download Festival. Slept over on a service station on the M1 that night because I couldn't find it and I had to go back the next day. So I had that all of that anxiety about festivals. Um... And then when you get booked for them, you think, oh, well, I'm not gigging on that day. I might as well go and do it. Well, it's your whole day gone. Most of the time. Oh, please arrive early enough because it'll take you an hour from the car park to get to the venue. Oh, good. Can't wait for that. Then it's the rain, then it's the mud, isn't it? <sighs> anyway. 
I'm sounding miserable and old, but I've always been like that. Reading Festival, Jesus Christ. That was the only festival where I didn't have to sort of trudge through mud because my friends lived in Reading. I got very drunk and I got off with a traveller man who was standing in a ditch. And then I, when we stopped snogging, his whole family was stood around watching, which was weird. Anyway, tried to have a romance with him. He lived in Peterborough. I mean, the romance was very short-lived. I texted him for half an hour after I'd left. Um, and then um, couldn't remember his name, couldn't remember anything about him until the next day when I was reminded of my exploits. Anyway. Uh, yes, so, festival this year. Well, I tell you what. I mean, good to have a map, isn't it, of like the venues of where your show's on. Nobody knew, even knew there was comedy on. <sighs> Got to the venue, eventually having walked around the whole bloody festival, um, and it was in a library tent or something. And, you know, again, another worst nightmare. Children, thank you. I'm going to talk about my minge. I don't want to talk about my fanny in front of a load of children, thank you very much. I mean... I, I gave a health warning to the audience. I went round and I told some of the parents, I'm going to be talking about my minge on your head bit. Well, not my minge on that, but you know what I mean. They didn't care. They were just so glad. They, most of them were off their faces. Very middle class festival, the best of all. Anyway, before the show had started, this mad woman who I'd nicknamed Mad Eye Moody comes over, says she's in charge of the venue. I said, oh, is there any water? Oh, no, you're supposed to bring your own. Well, we didn't know that, did we? Bring your own. Oh, right, OK. She said, oh, there's an artist liaison area. Well, is there? Is there, Mad-Eye? Thank you very much for that. Sort of vaguely told us where it was, and she said, outside of the liaison area is a big tanker of water. You can fill your bottles up there. Well, can we? And me, uh, Stephen Bailey, the wonderful Stephen Bailey, and the wonderful Andrew Bird, we wandered over to Artist Liaison. Turns out we could get in. Oh, shit off. I won't. Well, I stole everything I could. I emptied the fridge of Coke Zero, Sprite, um, even a couple of Iron Brew, which I shouldn't drink, but needs must. We got a free dinner. I don't think we should have been there. I was queuing up for my tacos trendy food queued up for my tacos was stood next to a lovely lady turned round turned out it was Sophie Ellis Baxter thank you I know and can I just say she is absolutely beautiful stunning woman absolutely beautiful she's got the eyes to die for she's got the figure to die for I, I don't well actually I well I hate her now. Now I've said that, I can't stand her. Oh, Sophie. Anyway, she had her whole family there. There was her children. So uh, so that was good. And um, and the husband, who I believe is in a band. But I was interested to see Sophie eating, because I didn't think pop stars ate, but she munched her way through a load of tacos. I tell you that for nothing. Um, and do you know what? We were queuing up for our tacos. Guess who nudged us out the way? Old bloody Mad-Eye Moody. Thank you very much. Oh, you can get your water outside of Artist Liaison. Great. Thank you. While you f deliberately don't tell us we can get dinner, which I don't think we 
we're allowed, but we did it anyway. And then we're walking like two miles back to the artist, um, back to the tent that we were performing in. Van drives past. Bloody mad eye moody on her way back to the tent where we were about to go. Didn't stop and give us a lift, did she? Miserable bitch. Ugh. Please remind me, if ever I get booked for a... F oh, I've got another one next week, haven't I? Oh, bloody hell. Doing Lost... Is it Lost Village or something? Oh, God. It's the anxiety that gets me, you know. And why... Ugh. Get over it, Louise. And children need to learn, don't they? And there was a man doing signing um, for the deaf, which, um, or, I mean, I know I shouldn't utilise that, and it, I know I shouldn't take the piss out of that, but I love it, you know, making him sign really rude words. He was game for it. Well, this has got no choice, has he? Has to, he has to repeat everything I say. Minge, 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 cockhead, minge. Thank you, Russell, or whatever his name was. Um, so, yes. And then, like, everybody, halfway through the gig, everyone fucked off anyway because Sophia Despexter was performing. And I know where I'd rather have been. I'd rather have been watching The Beautiful Woman. But no, I was talking about the, my innards to a load of children. Thank you very much. You see, it's not all glamour, this comedy business. Not all glamour at all. Stephen got to leave. Andrew got to leave because they were on. I was emceeing. I had to walk back in the dark. No fucking idea where my car was. Oh, never again except, well, I am this week. Lost Village Festival or whatever it's called. Anyway, what else have I done? Well, we watched the women's football, didn't we? Can I just say, I'm not a football fan, but, well, I, I exclaimed... Out loud, at least three times, exclaimed like, "Oh, go on, get in!" No, <sighs> that's unheard of. And then there was a point. I think the gentleman caller was concerned that I might actually want to start going to football with him. Uh, for the gentleman caller who will be listening to this, absolutely no way. I'd rather punch myself in the head. Thank you very much. I like it when you go to football. I can do my sewing and have some quiet time. Thank you. Godspeed. Um, although I did enjoy the women's football. So just like a lot less messing about, isn't there? Just get on with it. I mean, do they all get their periods at the same time? Is there like sort of a, a schedule for ladies football? So they don't, um, so they're not all menstruating at the same time. So it's, I guess there must be occasions when, when that happens, when they're all more aggressive on the pitch, when they're a bit periody. I mean, you just don't know, do you? Because you spend enough time with any women and you will just sink. You will. I mean, I very rarely have one these days, but when I see my friend Alan, whose actual real name is Susan, but I call her Alan because she looks like a dad. Um, when I see her, she sets off my womb. She's got a very strong aura. Very hormonal, Susan. She sets me off. I'll get a little bit of spotting when I see Susan. Mm. Anybody else get that? I've got a bit of broccoli stuck to my tooth. Um, doing my hypnosis again. I did this series of hypnosis, uh, the virtual gastric band hypnosis, 
which when I did it the first time worked a right old treat and I lost a couple of stone. But you see with any gastric thing, if it's if you've got an elastic band around your guts, at some point they are going to expand. And even though my elastic band was virtual, it has expanded and I've put all that weight back on and a little bit more. And I've got a wedding outfit to get into. I can't be rolling down the aisle. Although I did say to the gentleman caller that he, when he did ask what I was going to wear for the wedding, I did suggest that I might go dressed as a one-man band. Symbols between my legs, harmonica at my mouth, drum on the back, uh, some maracas in my hand. Yeah, why not? And he actually said, I wouldn't put it past you. Nor would I, Edward. Nor would I. But that's me for you. There you go. What else have I done this week? Well, I went round mother's. I've dyed her hair. She's ecstatic. She's got pink sideburns. Um, and... Um, Well, oh, sorry, I've just got most haunted on in the background on silent and the bike's just fallen over. It's terribly exciting. Um, what was I saying? I've dyed her hair and mother's got new hearing aids. Well, it's a great day for us all. Now mother's got new hearing aids. It's made her life easier. It's made everybody's life easier. And with a big thank you to the comedian Steve Day, who is profoundly deaf. Dead, I was going to say. Fucking hope not. Profoundly deaf. Um... And he gave my mum advice on those hearing aids. And I tell you what, Steve, God bless you for that. Thank you. You've you've made a woman reasonably happy. I mean, she spent a bloody fortune on them, but thank you for that. It doesn't matter. What is the price of hearing? There isn't, is there? We just have to shout louder sometimes when our hearing aids don't work. And there's only so many shouting times you can do do you know what I mean she gets fed up we all get fed up but now happy bloody days I said to her you should get a cochlear implant she said oh no I don't want your dad in me all the time oh boom boom she didn't say that and now I've got the image of my dad rotting my mother in my head oh god um update on the bunting um I've got mother sewing the patches together now which is good I've been um well, I've got my sewing machine out and I've been, um, well, I tell you what, it's like Baldwin's Casuals in my living room right now. There are little flags everywhere and there's there's just cotton and shite all over the house. Uh, I'm telling you, this wedding can't come quick enough um, for the gentleman caller anyway because he's fed up of me doing the bunting because... Um, the house is he's not actually I tell you I tell a lie he's actually um he'll be thrilled when it's over but what he doesn't know is I might start selling bunting on Etsy yes well let's face it comedy's going down the pan isn't it I'm, I'm saying that I, I don't know why I said that just as an older older comic it's difficult these days to get taken seriously when you've got all these new young bucks coming out and I've got a sewing machine I've got a load of old curtains I might as well utilize my skills in some way shape or form might and I oh dear oh dear Louise you sound a bit grumpy right what's the time fuck <laughs>
Right, now then, for the Patreons, don't know whether you noticed, but um, the wonderful Emily sent me a picture of her tattoo, which was glorious. Um, she gave me a little, um, little story behind it. Now then, where is your email? Emily. Hope you've had a good week. Well, as you've just heard, Emily, I might be a little bit grumpy. Do you know what it is? I've changed my HRT. That's what it is. I need to sort that out. Hi, Lou. Hope you've had a good week. So glad you like my tattoo. Well, you're very... Have I read this out before? No, I haven't. I'm, I'm really pleased with it too. And you bloody well should be, Emily. It's great. You're more than welcome to put it on the Patreon page. No problem. Well, I have. And thank you for that. I thought I'd give you some more info on it. Well, Emily, thank you. It took just under five hours, uh, what, and three and a half hours in, it really started to hurt, but I wanted it finished as I didn't want to go back. Oh my God, tell me about it, stud. Um, God, that's going to knack, isn't it? And it was black and there wasn't any colour really, was there? It was just black. Oh, having that all coloured in. As for Newquay and Watergate Bay, which are uh, for the listener, the the tattoo is of a camper van with um, by signposts, which has got um, uh, Newquay and Watergate Bay on them, and they're places in Cornwall where we went on holiday as a family every year sometimes twice or three times Ooh, showing up then ever since i was tiny ever since i was tiny thank you it's my favorite place to surf and relax you are so sporty emily i'd love to go surfing can you imagine me on a surfboard my tits would sink the bastard uh it's my happy place oh i've always loved the veggie the VW camper vans as they are symbolic to the chilled out and adventurous lifestyle we should all lead oh my god you speak truth Emily you speak absolute truth <clears throat> just trying to think where my happy place is well bed the sofa oh Edinburgh I like a lot that's that's um such a bit well, you know, festival time or not festival time, such a beautiful place to spend time. I don't really, do you know what? I'm going to have a think about that because we should all have a happy place, shouldn't we? And I don't know where mine is apart from, as I've just said, the boudoir or the sofa. Doing my bunting, eating super noodles. Hope this helps, Lou. Will I see you soon? Well, Emily, thank you so much for your email. Oh, you see, oh, there's an email about Lost Village Festival. <laughs> right, now then, here we go. Oh, message from the wonderful Mandy. Uh, thank you, Mandy. Oh, there's a picture of her on a bike. A motorbike, not a Tour de France bike. Hey, 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 how the devil are you? Well, Mandy, um... I'm all right. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I'm, the vertigo is a little bit back and I can feel my cysts popping in my ovaries, but how are you? Right, Mandy says, this weekend had to miss a non-refundable uh, gig in Leeds because had a hospital appointment in Cambridge. What, Mandy? Oh, no. 
Queuing for a coffee took longer than the appointment. Oh, for God's sake, well, what bloody coffee were you ordering, woman? Stopped off on the hundred-mile journey home for a drink. A hundred miles? Which, bl- Ugh. Which bloody hospital were you going to? The moon? Stopped off for an espresso martini on draft. Shut your fucking face. Oh, I love an espresso martini. Lush. She goes on. One martini, two martini, three martini, floor. <laughs> you funny little bugger, aren't you? Hope you and the GC had a cracky weekend. Well, did we now? What did we do? I've got to look in my diary to remind myself what me and the GC did last weekend. Well, we've had friends staying. Um, we had Becky Big Bap staying. We had, um, oh, my friend, uh, well, it's Big Tits themed, actually. I had my friend Norgs come over on Sunday for a Sunday roast. I did a roast beef in the air fryer. Shut up. I won't. And I cremated the rest of it. So, um, yeah, put it on a bit too early because I, I stomped off in a rage whilst the football was on and I put the dinner on too early and I burnt, well, I, I made roasted carrots and parsnips and they turned out like, um, you know, when you were younger, uh, oh, who's this one? Um, you know, when you were younger and um, you were, uh, you put crisp packets under the grill. Did anybody ever do that? Put, put crisp packets under the grill and they shrank. And um, you got tiny little sort of crusty things. Yeah, that's what they bloody well turned out. Like, uh, but the beef was all right. And the she, they bought their daughter. She's so cute. She's seven years old and she was just adorable. She was just, oh, a little, a little ray of, beautiful sunshine she was so well behaved so gorgeous so lovely um and just oh just wonderful to have you know sometimes because I get a bit thinking about people's kids because if they're bad mannered or they're just a bit of a twat do you know what I mean but Norg's kid oh she was a real delight really wonderful child highly intelligent I think Ah, <sighs> yeah, so, yeah, so we, in answer to your question, Mandy, we had a lovely weekend. Now then, here we go. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, Lydia, Lydia, cha-cha-cha, Lydia, ba-ba-dee-ba-ba-dee-boo. For those that may be new to the podcast, Lydia, Lydia gives me a weekly update. Uh, I, I'm sorry I've said that now, Lydia, because I don't want you to feel obliged. But uh, Lydia's been in hospital, so... We have an update from Lydia. Oh, now then, for the listener. Dearest Lou, I love that. I've now been moved to Oxford. Beautiful, I went to drama school in Oxford. To be looked after by the leading specialist for Lydia's condition, which I can't even ever pronounce. Myasthenia. Myasthenia. Um, fingers crossed she can work her magic. Well, let's bloody well hope so, Lydia. You poor thing. You've been right through the ringer. In a strip Oh, here. In a strange but true twist, the hospital is called John Radcliffe. I know it well, Lydia. Which is the name my parents were going to call me if I had been a boy. What? That's weird. Isn't it? 
Oh, my side room is right next to the helipad. So I have a bird's eye view of the helicopter arriving, taking off. And because it's a side room, I have been spared any further fanny winking. Oh, thank the Lord for that, Lydia. Although the guy in the room opposite did decide he was too warm and started stripping off in the doorway. Well, I averted my eyes as I didn't fancy a willy wave. Lydia, what's wrong with you? There's nothing wrong with a willy wave. Get it where you bloody well can. That's providing you could have seen it. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I went to a drama school in Oxford um, in uh, a place called Woodstock, which is just outside Oxford, actually. Um, but I spent a lot of time in Oxford, getting very drunk in lots of wonderful bars, um, while lots of posh people were rambling around, la la la, talking about, oh, daddy's a lawyer, Ooh. well, my dad works at ICI, go figure. Oh, I've got another email from Lydia. Meant to say great tattoo, Emily. Oh, and Ma, and well, I thank you for that. And I'm, I shall pass that on to Emily. Emily, Lydia likes your tattoo. Uh, Lydia also says she likes mine. Now, for the, the listener, I posted a picture on my Patreon of my um, secret tattoo, which is on my bum. So how do you like those? Melons, mofo. Um, yeah, funny, isn't it? God, still thinking about my happy place. I guess, do you know, I suppose it must be like, um, changes. Do you know what I mean? Because you must, through the periods of your life, periods, through your life, you must have, like, favourite places at the time, you know, when Edinburgh Festival was, like, just amazing to go to and not uh, an ego fest and a and hard work as it is now that was my favorite place oxford when i was at drama school was oh my goodness so many lovely pubs so many wonderful places in oxford that was a favorite haunt also i used to go there regularly because i only lived down the road i used to go there on the on the 92 green line bus with my mate crusty mangoolies and would go and shopping she'd always get her clothes from next i was poor so i'd always go to cna would have lunch at pasta hut yes um, get back on the bus and go home. Oh, memories. Memories. Well, I mean, I know that you're Pauline in hospital in Oxford, but, you know, you have to look at the positives, Lydia. Come on. When you get out of that hospital, you get yourself to the Turf Tavern. Oh, they used to do a lovely bacon and egg bat. Oh, probably didn't. Probably don't do that now because of health and safety, because they used to cook it outside in a very very um uh what's the word i'm looking for dubious thank you hut you couldn't see what they were cooking the food on but you know who cares about health and safety and hygiene when you're a teenager and you just want to drink pints of ale and eat egg and bacon sandwiches you don't care do you really i'm waffling on now, listen, I'm very short on the emails this week, and I understand that a lot of you are on your summer holidays or you're away on your breaks, and that's absolutely fine. And to be fair, this has been late, so I can only apologise for that. Um, but listen, if you are a Patreon, send me your address, please, because I have got a present for you. Shut up! No wee. Yeah! True story, bitches. Um, I've got a little gift for you to say thank you for being... Um, 
one of my Patreons. So email me your address, will you? Thank you very much. Um, and I'll pop that in the post to you. But otherwise, hey listeners, uh, email me when you can be asked, uh, info at luconran.com. Let me know what you're up to. Let me know what you've been doing. Have you been on holiday? Are you going on holiday? Are you going mad because it's just towards the end of the six weeks holidays and you're banging your head on a brick wall? Then let me know. Even if it's boring in your eyes, it's not boring for me. I need to live vicariously through other people. So bung me your emails. Um, but anyway, much love to you all. Um, I hope you have a good week. Uh, stay sane. Lydia, spot the willy waving. Let me know. Um, Emily, thank you. Um, Mandy, oh lordy. God. I need more details on that, please, if you can be asked. I mean... Obviously, on the coffee. <laughs> oh, oh, God help me. I love you. Thanks for listening.